Alexis is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never right. been anybody as right. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed. And England win on penalties. History in itself. You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in the NBA. But they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why don't you take your pants off? Balls are fun. I understand. Come on, take it quickly, Reggie! Yes, good match. No money's in the fucking reserves. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get the motorway. Hello and welcome to episode 177 of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Tom Kennett and Alex Jones. Just the three of us today. Cozy. No Jack to be making uh, any rustling noises like he was last week. Well, it was him him or Alex, so if it happens again this week, then we'll know. That wasn't me. (laughs) I could hear hear it. I could hear it. So, uh, uh, can confirm it's not me, but... As for Jack, I hope he's holding a press conference in his garden to explain why he's not attending in a lockdown on a bank holiday. I mean, there really is no excuse. Who knows, what, Alex? What could he be doing? Mm. And is Nailed he in Durham? Is the usual. It is. It is he in Durham? Has he gone to his fat? Has he gone to? His Can parents? we rule that out? Has he visited a castle today? <laughs> oh. We can't rule it out. There's not much news of the week, actually. There's. I think I've only got one Corona headline as well, so we're uh, that's probably the sign. Don't worry about looking at death tolls and things like that. When I do news of the week on a Monday, see how many Corona headlines there are, and that'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so if we start off um, with one of the strangest headlines that you're likely to hear this week, Bolivian orchestra stuck at German castle surrounded by wolves. <laughs> what? A film, <laughs> yeah. It should be so like the, one. It, is it like the Grey Two? Is Liam Neeson in it? <laughs> no, although a bit of trivia for the Grey, and not, not a lot of people stuck around for um, the post credits where he actually ends up killing off the main wolf. So the alpha. Yep, I think he still dies anyway, but he at least knows Based. that he got to kill one of them. Spoiler alert! Like, don't listen to the next few seconds. It's like they they both stop drawing breath at the exact same time, or something like that. In well, the I mean, post credit, you said spoiler alert after I've just said that he's killed yeah. the wolf. <laughs> so we were yeah, a bit late on that. Yeah, but it's the finer detail of uh, that they both okay. died simultaneously. Is that supposed to be like deep and emotional, like a, <laughs> a couple, like a couple of orgasms together? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That was the first thing that came to yeah. <laughs> We've got a test of your conscience here to see what you'd do. Uh, Virginia family praised for their honesty after finding and returning bags containing one million in cash. Jeez. The problem Let- is, if you find that number, that amount of cash, you know that's there's no good reason for you to be finding that, that amount of cash. No. I've I've started and stopped watching um, No Country for Old Men probably about a hundred thousand times. <laughs> so I've literally seen like the first twenty minutes oh, wow. all these times. But there's there's the quote at the start of that where she says, "How long are we going to go into hiding?" And he says, uh, "Well, at what point would you stop looking for your two million dollars?" And so that probably equates to the same thing. <laughs> Just because you found a million doesn't mean you're going to keep the million. Thing, the thing is, like, if you find yourself in that situation, you've got to be smart about it because, let's be honest, finding a bag of a million pounds, that isn't obviously going to be clean money. And if you make the mistake of either taking it for yourself or handing it in, and let's say it's part, it's some sort of it's, it's drug money, 
from one of the cartels or it's just drug money in general. It belongs to somebody that you don't want to be messing around with that clearly has resources. It's sort but, of like, that begs the question, is the safest course of action to not do anything with it <laughs> at all and just forget that you ever saw it? Evidently, though, we're not. none of us are not taking the money for moral reasons. We're only doing it because we're a bit worried about what might happen to us. No one's well, saying, oh, no, I couldn't possibly. No. Although, you, you do have to think that um, you are trying to avoid someone who's foolish enough to lose track of a million dollars in a bag to, to begin with. You'd fancy yourself to get out yeah. of it, as always. <laughs> Although, I did, have a, I did have a dream the other night that um, I did like a... It wasn't even like a scratch card. It was in JD Sports, weirdly. And you essentially just, it was like a scratch card kind of thing. You just paid, I think it was like 25 quid, and then you earned, you got a sum of money back, whether it was less, whether it was more. And I had 200 million in in this winning. But I was really calm the whole way through because I didn't believe that I could have won it. And then the dream was my brother being fuming that he hadn't won the money. So I didn't get to spend any of the money in my head. Well, uh, to be fair, Mike Ashley can't doesn't have two hundred million to give away, so I don't understand how the <laughs> sports director going out slash scratch card. Yeah, this is JD. JD, oh, it's JD, not Star. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure they've got two hundred million yeah, to give away either. Sure but, yeah. <laughs> but Mike Ashley's clear on this one. Um, my favourite headline of this week: Garner Mayer lies in coffin and pretends to be dead. Coronavirus victim pretends to be dead coronavirus victim to avoid arrest after breaking curfew rules to go drinking. <laughs> so he heard them like breaking into his uh, little safe house or wherever he was. And for some reason, had a, he, he'd got a coffee in, in case this happened, jumped in and shut the lid just so when they came in and found him, they may think that he was just dead. Or I don't know what his next plan was. They just go away or whatever. <laughs> but that was his plan. And of course, whenever someone dies, they have a coffin ready, in the, <laughs> ready for them to die and just lie in there. Respect the hustle. It's either that or they. It was. Uh, that's how it's been played off. Like they thought he's dead and he's gotten away with it, and that's what he's gone with. Is it that where he just thought, well, they walk in and they think I'm a vampire, maybe they'll back off. <laughs> if he just suddenly rises, then they'll <laughs> run out terrified. <laughs> Guilty plea for man who tried to bribe cop with corned beef and chicken. <laughs> On offer of a bribe. <laughs> How much corned beef and chicken would you need to be bribed with? I would, it wouldn't work. No, I don't like corned beef either. I don't, I don't like even like chicken on the bone. Philly of fish, you'd snap the hand off by it for just Depends one. Depends on how many. <laughs> The world record attempt supply. Well, we don't know how much this is going to be. This we're still waiting to have that confirmed. So it would nice be segue. It would be two birds of one stone then, though, because you would be able to do the record and wouldn't have to pay for yeah, exactly. Fish, so it would be a dream. We've also got then a recycling centre evacuated after someone tries to recycle live cannonball. <laughs> How do you even have a live cannibal? <laughs> <laughs> Who's come across I, this? I don't know. Weirdly, that didn't cross my mind when I read the headline. <laughs> why they had the cannonball in the first place. Just somebody found still, it. Uh, is somebody still fighting the American Civil War? In the, he's in the Confederacy. <laughs> he's fighting that, but he's aware of recycling is important. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one was my type of headline, uh, Semi-truck dumps £40,000 of mac and cheese on Nashville Interstate. Oh, oh no. I love mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, you'd have to pay me a lot of money to eat mac and cheese. Why? Oh, you don't have cheese. I don't have cheese, I don't cheese anyway. But even, just, <laughs> even just looking at it, though, it doesn't look like an appetising thing. Although, I've heard you say you don't like cheese before, but seen you eat several pizzas, so... Yeah, yeah. No, look, I'm not saying I'm not a hypocrite, but so mac and cheese might on you. No, it's it's I will I will tolerate it, but in like a meat feast piece pizza, I wouldn't. You know, if, if we go for a margarita and then a you know mac and cheese, no, 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 thank Can't you. Can't trust anyone that just orders a plain pizza. 
No, that's that's psychopathic behaviour anyway, isn't it? I've always yeah. assumed that. Even though I don't like cheese, I've assumed even if you do, <laughs> why would you do it? No. I don't understand. Is, is it is um so are you intolerant to, intolerant to dairy, are you? No, 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 I just don't like it. Just, you oh, you just don't like just, cheese? No, I just don't really like the taste and the smell and everything, really. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how oh, anyone eats cauliflower cheese, but even if I did like it, who the hell? What's no. the psychos doing? And it's even weirder that people have that with gravy, which I find even oh. People have cheesy chips with gravy, which I don't understand either. Yeah, a lot of used to, we've had cheesy chips, gravy and baked beans. That's yeah. a lot of fluid mixing That's together disgusting. and I don't need but that it, blend. Have you seen that? Have you seen that te- that um, the famous Canadian dish uh, poutine, which is effectively? Yeah, I, I saw this on a UFC event, which looked really weird. You it's might have what? to explain it though. It's just poutine, a, but I don't know what it is. Effectively, I think it is the the basis of it. You can have different variations of it, but it's a pile of chips covered in uh, gravy like, and cheese. Gravy and cheese, yeah, and then yeah. You, but, but, like people have done different twists on it and stuff like that. Effectively, it's the mac, it's the mac and cheese of chips. You, um, where do you boys stand on chips and gravy? Just chips and gravy, because no. I love chips and gravy, but I know it's quite a northern thing. Quintessential. Uh, either chips, uh, chips and a bit of salt, or chips and maybe a bit of barbecue sauce or ketchup is about as far as I'll go. A nice, couple of, uh, yeah, couple of southern softies. Yeah. Well, it, it crispy, might not crispy or soft. Crispy or soft. Crispy or soft. What? Chips. Keep it clean. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know anyone wants weirdly like soft chips. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm partial to either. Depends. Chippy chips. Then I don't mind them being soft. Must be a curry sauce on them. Yeah. 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 I forget about the curry sauce. Actually, I, I could. I could be partial to a bit of that on occasion. With um chips and gravy it might not be any surprise that when i've been to blackpool in the in the chippies they've just assumed that you want gravy with them <laughs> yeah. they've had to like specifically they're like you want gravy I'm like, no 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 thank you and then look and at you feel like you're disgusting yeah <laughs> <laughs> and finally uh covid19 is causing a spike in sales for bane masks <laughs> so people are wearing them out for their uh, bit of exercise. That, that's a missed opportunity there. That's a missed opportunity. Could have bought it. If he died, was if he died of COVID nineteen, it probably would have been just as pathetic as his actual death in the film. <laughs> yeah, didn't think you'd have seen Batman, so I'm quite shocked. It was that's one of those, in all honesty, where it became talked about enough that I felt I had to. <laughs> I did not like Tiger I was King. Not going into a film that was, it was pushing three hours long, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't go into that thinking, oh, I'm going to really enjoy this. I just thought it was to shut people up. Well, I watched it at 5 a.m., didn't I? Because I had my ticket paid for. Uh, yeah. In the cinema at 5 a.m., and there was people with bin bags on their back dressed as Batman. That's insane. <laughs> That's um, j- just to be clear. You, you've watched that. You've watched all of the Dark Knight series now, TK, or you just watched the last one. I w- I've watched two of them. In the Heath Ledger one as <laughs> oh, well. You didn't miss yeah. anything with Batman Begins. It's terrible. What? It's not terrible. It's not as good as the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Rises, but it's 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 good film still. Put and the Dark Knight Rises him. and the Dark Knight Rises is better than the Dark Knight. Nah. nah. Sheesh. Nah. That's a political answer from anyone that says otherwise. Mm-hmm. I there's an arg- I could I could sit on the fence, um, but to say I could sit on the fence with the argument, but I um I'd sway towards the Dark Knight just because it's uh, it was the uh, it was the first one in the water, the one that sent the set set the benchmark. I understand your argument, Luke, but I, I'd probably go with well, the neither Batman. neither are the best Batman film. I've said that before. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Give that one another chance, and then see what you think. <laughs> is, it, is it? It's Batman Forever that you think's the best Batman. No, Batman and Robin. Oh, Batman and Robin. All right. I thought you George, were talking about Mr. Freeze. Clooney. Oh, Arnie, yeah. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, that's Batman and Robin. Batman Forever is the one with uh, Jim Carrey. Is it? I thought Batman yeah. Forever was Mr. Freeze. No, Alex, I've got the poster there on the wall, so it definitely is Batman and Robin. Oh, fair enough. You know it's a, you know it's a different uh, you know it's a different style of film when you've got Jim Carrey as the uh, as one of the villains. <laughs> That's when you know it's a different gear. 
yeah. Alicia Silverstone in uh, Batman and Robin is looking like <laughs> a knock knock off Reese Witherspoon. Knock off anyway. It is what it is. <laughs> so uh, there wasn't much sport this week, so we're going to get to some sport, but I've just had to kind of. Uh, I was going to say throw together, which isn't really a big sell for anyone that's <laughs> debating whether they should listen to the rest of this podcast. But that's pretty much what have, has happened. So TV shows that deserved movies is the next topic. But what I think, Alex, I posed the question yesterday. I'm not sure I really have a dog in the race, but is there an argument to be made that Matt Damon comes ahead of uh, Leo DiCaprio? As in, what a better actor, or like just deserves yeah. an Oscar? No, uh, better actor. Uh, I, Matt Damon. Do you know what? I'll I'll give you that. I reckon there is an argument to be had there. If you want to get involved, uh, me and Keenan actually started a little uh, film club yesterday. Ah, okay. Essentially, <laughs> just making us have to watch certain films that we push towards each other. It's the it, there's a it's a bit of a, it's what you want from a, I suppose what it boils down to and why I got to put some respect on Matt Damon's name is that like he's one of those guys where he's not not to say anything against DiCaprio not saying this is who he is but Matt Damon is definitely one of those guys where he's not all high and mighty and nothing's nothing's beneath him like the fact that he's just done those funny cameo appearances mm. alone are hilarious like you know you you did you know he did um obviously he did the one in Thor Ragnarok. But yeah. you know, did you know he's in Deadpool two as well? I do only because I looked at his IMDb yesterday. Yeah, it's the scene where um, it's the scene where um, they're all crashed into their deaths, isn't that? No, no, it's not. That's Brad Pitt. Ah, uh, neither. Yeah, uh, it's when who's the guy from the future? I've forgotten his name now. Uh, well, it's Cable. It's like the... Yeah, that's it. Cable. He comes back. It's when he first arrives. Um, and it's like all Terminator, and it's the two hillbillies sat on the pickup truck talking about how you wipe your ass after you've taken a shit, and that's Matt Damon. It's <laughs> Matt Damon. Sensational. And, it, and it's another actor as well. I can't remember who it was, but uh, but yeah, Matt Damon was uh, in that as well. But yeah, he's um, he's a nice guy. But there is that DiCaprio story of um, I think we've talked about it on the pod before of where they're at like a night. What it was? Yeah. You, you know what I'm on about, don't you? Yeah. Where Across him and he just lifts his glass. Yeah, and does like with Vinny from Jersey Shore. That's it. Yeah, the whole Great Gatsby moment. Keenan made the claim yesterday that if you give uh, Matt Damon Leo's looks, then he's the biggest star, biggest acting star in the world. Oh, hmm. I, I think that's an insult to Matt Damon's looks. Yeah, no. I don't think they're far off. No, it's what it's whatever takes your fancy. What takes your fancy? You're more of a Leo man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. It's but more of an Orlando Bloom man if you had to choose. <laughs> nah, I, I think I think I made it obvious that I was partial to a bit of Brad Pitt last week when I was backing him. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were partial to it of anything last week. I don't know what came over you. <laughs> <laughs> the films I've given Keenan to watch are Prisoners, A Place Beyond the Pines, Get Out. Allied and Dread because he'd seen End of Watch. Oh, some absolute bangers in there. So films that don't get enough praise. And he's given me Heat, Catch Me If You Can, Remember the Titans, Two for the Money, and Brooklyn Rules, but I couldn't find that online. So I've only seen Catch Me If You Can of those, and I, I rate that film. That's good. Very good. Yeah. So, TV shows that deserve movies. Any of you have one that you want to kick us off with? Um, an obvious one to get out of the way right away is um, obviously uh, being now that it's finished. We won't talk about the ending of it, but um, the obviously Game of Thrones you've got it's like the world that it's set in is like pretty much as large scale as all of like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and all that sort of stuff like there's plenty of stories that we would want to hear about I think like uh, if you know specifically what you're talking about like uh, a film basing around one of the things that they like reference in the in the TV series would be a good way to go plenty of material to work with and you've already got an audience that would go for it I'd certainly watch it 
I mean, if people complain that the last series was too fast-paced, then a film isn't going to help unless they go like <laughs> Lord of the Rings, like three and a half hours. It depends what story you go for. I mean, if you isolate, for example, Robert's Rebellion, which is obviously referenced all the way through, that series is only going to that you could get that into a film, I reckon. Um, but it's how you plan it, really. It's how you plan it from the start. But without, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I'd go for. It's, don't want to go full Game of Thrones debate. We could talk for hours on it. You definitely could. I'm not sure I could, but I'll leave it, you. Uh... It, it was interesting because I actually rewatched it all not too long ago. Jesus. Um, and I, I, I rewatched it purely because I was think I was I was sat there. I was like, I'm just fancy just watching a few of the the really good episodes again. Um, and I couldn't. Also, I felt like I needed to maybe give the last season a bit more, like a second watch, because I couldn't remember it. Like, I, <laughs> I, I couldn't, like, and part of me thought, well, it's just because it wasn't really memorable and it was shit. But I rewatched the last season. Um, I made my way all the way through it. I rewatched the last season. And uh, by no means am I saying that it was like, it's good. It's good. I mean, don't get me wrong, there was a lot that they could have done better. And even after watching the second time, I stand by that. I didn't uh, hate it till the actual ending. No, I, I'm I'm in a similar boat to be honest. Well, I I, I reached watched the last season, and obviously by the second time that I've watched it, I've let go of all the anticipation, all of the theories, all of the all of the storylines which I hoped were going to happen, and I just sort of watched it and tried to enjoy it, and I rated it I rated it a lot better than I did the first time. Like say if I I gave the last season after I had finished and it all come to a head. I gave the last season like a five out of ten or four out of ten. I was giving it more towards a seven, seven point five out. Jesus. If that that pretty much I give all the other I give all the other seasons, with the exception of maybe season seven as well, like six, five, four, three, two, one, all of those seasons I put in the the nine, nine out of ten category. So it's you know, that's what that's the scale that we're working with. But I think it it it, it became a victim of its own success. You had so many people that were hoping that so many different storylines would come true that I think even if they'd done a better job with it, it still would have would have received vast like a vast amount of criticism. The thing being though, I think they probably had to accept there was a risk some people were going to be happy, some were going to be upset. They instead of doing that, they made sure nobody was happy. <laughs> yeah. And if yeah. anybody came out and thought, you know what, I, I didn't mind that, which was and. You've kind of alluded to it there. You do kind of live and die by how something ends. Was it the consciousness with which Game of Thrones is held in now is that oh yeah, Shame Out ended, wasn't it? Whereas before that, leading up to that series, it was like this is the best is this the best thing that's ever been on television? And a lot of people were saying yes. At the very least they were having it sort of two or three. And that well, I, is kind of I don't even know if it will get placed in the conversation as a result. Well, I without without turning it like we're going to get off subject here, but without turning it into this, you moved your mic, Alex. By the way, you gone proper if loud. <laughs> okay, if uh, if I was, um, I'm just raising my voice. Cause I'm yeah, you're just getting heated. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, without without getting the subject stuck on Game of Thrones, I would like maybe it's a subject for another day. Um, I would make an argument for Game of Thrones still being the best uh, best TV series of all time, still even with it's, the ending. It's The Sopranos. I haven't seen it, so I can't can't confess to comment on it. It does change how you view things. I remember when I watched Dexter, I thought that was a brilliant series. And the last series I thought was pretty shit, and the ending was, I thought was shit. So as a result, it does undermine your entire memory of it. Yeah. That's why it's a category on the movie madness. Mm. Do, like just a slight twist on the subject uh, a TV series which was made a film that I don't think needed a film The Simpsons they have more than every, one film didn't they everyone loved the movie it's just that with our year at school we then had to watch it in like every like end of term I'm pretty well, if it was the same for you uh, in, in, in your lessons about 500 times I don't not, think the not Simpsons so much movie, I don't think no. the Simpsons movie was that good I think it was kind of just like when you when you say when we're saying we want a TV is TV series that was like to have a film you want it to like I, I suppose my reasons for that are so they get a bigger budget you get it on the big screen 
um it like it gives it something that it doesn't have already to give it the give it the stage that it needs or re- that it doesn't already have the simpsons movie it just felt like well it's just a longer episode of the simpsons there was nothing exceptional about it i, I thought is that a fair comment i mean what? literally if you, play, if, you, if you if they never put it in a cinema and they just did a two-hour simpsons special on the tv it would be no different in contrast to that i would like another south park movie so that very much <laughs> plays off the other I haven't seen I'm not a, I'm not a South Park person I don't really I've, I think the only episode that I've ever seen of South Park is the world is the Warcraft one so how do you know you're not a South Park person how do I know I'm not a South Park person yeah you've only seen one episode I've seen one episode of it and I've sort of watched it and I just I've seen a few clips of, well everybody's seen clips of South Park um, and I've, I've seen clips of it and I just doesn't really doesn't really does me doesn't really uh doesn't really but you yeah <laughs> i think you could get a good little hour and 20 hour 30 movie for another season of american vandal i think you could oh that would be enjoyable for those that have seen american vandal on netflix yeah yeah that is very good that could be that's a good series that i had um there's already been movies, but for the the Punisher and Daredevil, the movies don't stack up to what the Netflix shows were. So if you did either of them, particularly the Punisher, then they would be a smash. Mm. And it's an observation that I know this kind of undermines the segment a little bit, but how often with series where they do do some sort of feature length film or whatever, this is just so disappointing. Yeah, it's most of the quite, time. It's quite rare to get it right, isn't it? I mean, one of the ones that immediately came to mind with this, I thought, was uh, Breaking Bad. You think a little bit like Alex said with Game of Thrones. I've still not even say, watched that. Well, there's so many different sort of avenues they could go down. And obviously with Breaking Bad, they've gone with the spin-off with Better Call Saul, and then obviously the, the kind of a film, isn't it, with Al Camino, which, and again, it just felt like uh, a pointless extension to the series rather than a good movie in and of itself and if there was a, a series that you would think it should work for Breaking Bad would feel to be almost bulletproof and yet it didn't really work Did you see Torreira announcing his return from injury with a picture stood in front of the TV with one of the most explosive scenes of Breaking Bad in the background and him stood shirtless and tense in front of his TV <laughs> Fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear <laughs> it seems to be the better ones are the ones where they take like an 80s one and do a spin-off where it's like just completely like 21 Jump Street yeah like, yeah yeah absolutely well, well you and the man from Uncle yeah they should just take like cancelled shows and just try and do it from there we mentioned yeah. Flash Forward on the last uh, episode of Movie Madness which would be a great one if they could fit it into a film or maybe it would have to be several Prison Break is another one where they did that one like really long episode, which I guess you could call kind of like a movie. But that would be we, one where we thought that was the ending, and then it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, there's there's TV series like times like that there where it hasn't come off though, and I, I like eight, the A Team is an example of that. I really liked the the A Team film. I thought they had a brilliant cast for that. I thought it worked really well, but it just bombed at the box office. So just the interest wasn't there. No, mm. I quite like that, but then I hadn't seen. The TV Seriously. show to have anything to weigh it against, so I just took yeah. it. Yeah, like the guy um, that says Peter the Fool. There's um, a couple <laughs> of TV series, a couple of TV series which I watched um, a lot. My they're like TV series that my dad watched, and then he had the box set. So when I was old enough, he let me watch them. Um, one of them, so you got Sharp, which is like Sean Sean Bean. Sean Bean, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, ironically, he's like a TV series in which he's invincible, and then he dies in everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they could make maybe a sharp film um or and then also you've got a, there was a tv series um and i've forgotten his name do you know the uh the original fantastic four film that we had um mr fantastic that guy do you know mm. what's his name you know what i'm on about though yeah, yeah. I know what you mean yeah so he's Is he welsh uh i thought he was american no, i don't know well, he, he was in a TV series, which is a lot like Sharp, just effectively think of it as the seafaring version of Sharp, uh, called Hornblower. That's, um, that, that, that was a really decent, like each, each episode of Hornblower is technically feature length anyway. Uh, but uh, like a film, you sort of see him up to his, the end of his early years. 
to get a film of him in his later years it may be like a, a significant battle like Trafalgar or something like that he's uh, he's Welsh he's Welsh there we, is he? there we go I'm, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce saying his name <laughs> <laughs> that ma- he's, that definitely, ma- he's definitely Welsh that, that his surname is Grufford or something like that and it might be Ewan for the first name, but that's as close to a pronunciation as I'm going to attempt. <laughs> yeah. I-O-A-N. Nice. And then G-R-U-F-F-U-D-D. So there you go. Christ, you boys his, are... first act, his first acting role is even harder, so I won't even go anywhere near that. You boys are of Welsh heritage as well. You should note this. Yep. Uh, wait, what? You're of wealth heritage, Byron. I uh, don't claim it, so. I'm not <laughs> You've got a bit of blood of the dragon in you. Yeah, if it was Spanish or something like that, then I might claim it. But you'd be milking it for its worth. <laughs> or Danish. Likely <laughs> part Danish. Uh, Rick and Morty. Give me a Rick and Morty movie. I'd that would seem an, an obvious one, surely. I haven't seen Rick and Morty, but hear really good things about it. It's on Netflix. You've got no excuse. I'm wor- I, hey, look. If, if Alex, we all, the, the episodes we all, are about 20 minutes long. Alex, you just told us you went back and watched Game of Thrones. You've got time <laughs> yeah. for anything. <laughs> I was thinking this while you said it. I, I, said, I said recently. I didn't specify when. First of all, I, d- I didn't know Rick and Morty episodes were only 20 minutes long. Nobody's yeah. told me. Mm. Nobody gives you stuff. But I, like, literally, if we all went through our list of recommendations that are things that we've got to watch... Um, like it's pretty long, so like, I, I probably you've probably heard. Yeah, but they're not all like, twenty minutes. Like most of the ones that I've been recommended no, to watch are all like three hours long each. I didn't mm. know they were twenty minutes. I didn't know, but I, like I, in play, I, I've just finished. Have you heard about that Gangs of London? Oh, yeah, I've not yep. watched it. Though. Very watched, good. Yeah, I watched that. Um, Very good. Then uh, I've also watched uh, uh, White House Farm recently, which obviously is a little bit. That was weeks ago. Um, but I've somebody recommended um, Suits. Um, so I've got watching a bit of that. It was either that or For someone that has no time, you watch more TV than all of us put together. <laughs> no, no, it's like spread out over a di- different distance. But at the moment, I've got a bit more time because I'm like, obviously, there isn't really much. You're, you're not there's working. Nothing well, no, I am working, but there's oh. nothing to. A, I'm only doing one training session a day because it's, like everything's been cancelled. There's nothing to warrant a high training volume. The way you said uh, that, TK, he's only doing one training session a day. You've got to be ready, Alex. You never know when they're going to knock at the door. Well, it's a bit difficult <laughs> because I swim every day and I can't really swim at the moment. So it's, it's like, it's either you could like bike and run to your heart's content. But it's, you should uh, be all right in chlorine. Well, that's everything. Would you, what do you mean I should be all right in chlorine? You shouldn't be catching anything in there. If I'll tell you what, if you, when it comes to chlorinated pools, never look into the science of them. Once you know, you know, and you never want to just, just once you know, you know. Jesus. Yeah, don't, don't, just don't go there. Just don't. I don't want to share it. We've got a little network started on here, Alex, with different podcasts. Maybe you can have one just explaining the deep, dark secrets of the world. (laughs) Yeah. We can start with the justification of the A-bomb. So just you can Sean... explain them to Sean. Yeah, yeah. The killer swimming pools start with Michael Barrymore. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the sub, the sub- I don't know where it goes from there. Keenan but... said he was hard done by. <laughs> I remember I watched a documentary on him and I thought quite the opposite. I thought he's got off quite lightly, really. So yeah. He's actually just died in his pool and people just said, oh, we won't ask any more questions. Yeah, but this, this, <laughs> this wasn't even in... Um... Like a trying to be funny conversation. I'm sure it is who he's talking about because there aren't many people who've had deaths in their swimming pools. So no, no. I hoped. <laughs> no, he was saying he was hard done by. <laughs> Interesting. So maybe we'll have him back just to explain that. <laughs> um, any more before we uh, move swiftly on? We haven't actually recommended that many, have we? We've we kind of picked it apart more than anything. Yeah, I've recommended seven or eight there loosely. Yeah. Do you, yeah. do you know what it's quite it's, it's quite, a, do you know, it's quite a difficult thing to talk about at the moment because the the trend at the moment is going more towards TV series than it is films. Yeah. Like like Netflix. Alex, I don't know if you've tried coming up with topics for the podcast for a sports podcast where there's no sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can make it the tide here. Yeah, 
so we'll get into some sport now. Should Mike Tyson come back? Alex, what's your thoughts? I think, uh, well, look, we've had some, we've had some, in recent years, we've had some, how, how, how do you want to phrase it? Some uh, freak fights of, you know, we had Conor McGregor versus... Not old men. men. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But like fights, fights that aren't, Fights that aren't traditional. The That's norm. Yeah, they're not not the norm. So I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I don't see if as long as he's uh, as long as he feels that it's uh, safe enough for him and he hasn't got any reason not to. I, I don't see why not. Why why can't two older blokes scrap it out in the ring? Unless you're putting up unless you're putting him up against some like fairly fresh pros at the moment. I don't see why not. We've Cheap. there was a film there was a film recently, wasn't there, with two old blokes bashing it up um, yeah and you've seen it oh wait up. what films are you watching <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it's called a grudge match wasn't it and it was absolutely horrendous I haven't seen it but I know it exists TK what are your thoughts yeah to be honest um, maybe marginally marginally more comfortable with it now that they're more talking about someone taking on someone his own age rather than people saying oh, he can come back and take on Joshua or Fury do you feel protective? Uh, sorry? Do you feel protective of him? I think someone should probably help him out. I think he doesn't need to be doing it. Uh, I, I saw um, Dave Allen said, I would beat him, and that's the biggest reason why he shouldn't come back. And it, yeah. abso- It's absolutely true. Obviously, he would. He's a what, 27, 28-year-old heavyweight boxer. And All people were genuinely like, replying to him, saying... Nah, 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 you're fucking yeah. mental away with his Mike, he's got this, that, he looks great on the pads, and you're like, you have got some serious, serious problems. I saw people say he takes out Wilder, so there we go. Yeah, yeah, I think people genuinely do see him on the visa, and he does look scary, but he'll always have that. It's in a Any- ring with someone in their prime, not really going to happen, is it? There's Any- clips of Duran on the pads still where he's hitting yeah. hard. But- yeah, it looks great, but it's not. it shouldn't be a, shouldn't be a comeback anytime soon. There's a difference. If- there's a difference between a 30 second clips on the pads looking lethal and a full and a full bag yeah. half about a minute is a lot longer like three minutes is a lot longer than 30 seconds against something that isn't hitting back and I think it's a similar people, argument with uh, oh sorry so I was going to say I think all the people that are pushing it should feel culpable if it does go wrong because sites like ESPN are doing it because obviously it's getting them clicks but it's horrendous and they, well, they haven't uh, seen his last couple of fights. <laughs> well, yeah, this is it. This People forget he was shot to shit when he was at the end of his career the first time round. So he's not going to have got better in this time. No. There's a little bit the same thing with Nigel Ben when he was talking about coming back. It's like he'd stop because he was done. There was literally nothing left. So it doesn't like, get better in your 50s. It's not like if someone, like when Floyd comes back, there's the air of is he going to lose his record, no matter how ridiculous it is. The same would be if someone like, Andre Ward came back, it would be okay, yeah. is this going to happen? But when it's someone you've already seen be as low as they can go, I have no desire to see it get any worse. No. You are right. The the people that are sort of hyping him up and you know, sort of getting it going aren't going to be around when he loses. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah, you should do this and then we'll quickly leave the arena when you've got your ass handed to you. Dana said, whatever's being offered, he'll offer him the same not to fight if that's what it takes wow as if I probably not be... great for his roster to see that but yeah he, he said the same me. for him but then he, he did the same for Chuck Liddell for a while when Chuck Liddell wanted to carry on fighting Dana gave him a contract and paid him not to fight he made him an employee of the UFC Jesus because he didn't want to see him get hurt and then he left and still got hurt yeah <laughs> still got fucked up so, but I'm not sure Dana's giving him 20 mil, but he might give him a couple hundred thousand. I was going to say, Mike haggles a little bit. I don't think Dana's going to be going with him very long <laughs> before he doesn't know. I don't think so. He put 15 grand down on a bet of Tom Brady playing golf yesterday. Jesus. I oh, just saw is, Brady uh, getting battered as well online saying it's just in golf. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Manning going at him as well. So I guess the overriding thing here is, no, he shouldn't come back. The, the names I've seen are Evander Holyfield, who I'm pretty sure they're mates now, so I'm not sure that mm. was going to happen. Um, I saw him mentioned with 
Tito Ortiz who mentioned it himself. So there's all these vultures looking around thinking that they're just a bit younger and fitter that they can take a kind of the shine. Tito Ortiz said it does double the Mayweather-McGregor numbers. So I don't know what spice he's on. Jesus Christ. Um, Vandalay Silva has called him out as well. If you should watch Chael Sonnen doing a video on Tito calling out he just laughs at him, doesn't Mike he? Mike Tyson, yeah, it's just him cracking up. <laughs> yeah. So, there's that. Do you think, he should, do, do you think he's on? just watched... Um, is it is it Rocky Five that where he watch it, he gets in the ring with the... Um, is, it, is it Rocky Five where he comes out of, like, he's like old and he, they have that computer uh, simulation which pits him against... Six. Uh, like it's six, yeah. Six. Yeah. Do you reckon he's just watched that for the first time and thought, do you know what? Yeah, I, I, I don't even be think that. he was thinking about it. I think just enough people have made him having a comeback a thing without him saying anything about it. And he's probably got too much pride to say that, no, I don't want to fight anymore. And that's literally how it's going to go until yeah, either him I'm, or a promoter chickens out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is literally where it stemmed from. He doesn't appear to have much desire to do it before then. Even goaded into it in a way. Who 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 do who do who do you think if it has if it has to happen, who realistically are you going to put him in there with that provides the entertainment that you know we all want, but also is safe enough that effectively he's just not going to be killed. They'll find someone that he's fought. Someone like Shannon Briggs probably would be who they'd go with, and I hope he doesn't get the payday because he does my head in. Let's go, champ. <laughs> it was funny like six years ago, and now it's just. He is irritating. not well. He couldn't even get a pass a brain scan to fight over here. So. Yeah. When someone makes that much noise and can't get a fight, then there's clearly something wrong because it's the dream to cash him out to someone. So either yeah, he yeah. wants ridiculous cash or literally just he can't pass a scan. Get him in with Butterbean. <laughs> it is going to be if it happens that kind of freak show, but I can't see it happening. I think I wouldn't even be surprised if we have a press conference and then it gets to the point where one after one medical, they're like, "No, we can't do this." Why? Why don't we just kill two birds with one stone here and get him in the ring with that grey back and put that urban legend to? to... <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> it'd have to be a cage match I suppose <laughs> that, that, that grey back isn't jumping up onto the ropes to celebrate after he's going into, he's going into the crowd <laughs> <laughs> if we move that's, that's our sport taken care of so uh, we've ticked our criteria box I can put sports <laughs> when I upload this <laughs> so the next thing um, I've set you the task of was crafting an album to bring to a desert island 10 tracks maximum so alex if you want to give us yours i might put them yeah, into do you, want, do you want me to go first yeah i might if you send them me after i'll put them into playlists and put them in the podcast description or on this time all right or something. i i haven't i haven't like there's no particular order to it what i've got on this album is effectively a song for each of the situations or moods that you're going to find yourself in on this island by yourself. So I'm going to start off pretty lighthearted. Um, and maybe it's like those first few days where you're on there and you're trying to make the best of the situation. It's like, I've got Paradise from Coldplay. Effectively, that is a song which, if you've seen Life of Pi, it's a similar scenario. It kind of is, that is your desert island. There's if there's any song. more than two Coldplay songs in here, I'm kicking you off the call. No, there's only one. There's only one from each. Uh, there's only one from each artist on here. I nearly had two Kanye songs on it. No, uh, have I got two Kanye songs? No, I haven't got two Kanye songs. Uh, right. Okay. So then I got. Um, <laughs> then I've got. Uh, I got pirate. This is hard work. Yeah. <laughs> I got pirate. I got a pirate. So if you, if you're stuck on a desert island, you might as well at some point fit into the role. And I've got a pirate's life for me from Pirates of the Caribbean. Fucking hell! Might, well, <laughs> might as well go into a film character mode while you're there. Um, I've got uh, Sunflower, Post Malone, chill out song. 
keep your chill when uh, when you're getting a bit anxious about the situation you're in. Uh, I've thrown in Many Men from 50 Cent. Um, I've got... On a uh, desert island when you're alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> or you're on a desert island with Many Men, whichever. It's a different, <laughs> different vibe. Hey, things happen when you're on a desert island. By <laughs> it wasn't me that said anything. And then I've got... I've got Survival by Eminem. So for when things are getting tough and uh, it's, you know, storms battering in the island and you're having to survive. I did think about having... Um, uh, I didn't know you were literally going to take this and build a desert... I thought it was just a phrase of a desert island. It's not quite Jack having Batman and a pill that doesn't exist for... <laughs> well, you said... When make, I said no uh, superpowers. You meant... It's you just meant the phrase... Th- Right, okay, I'll just list them out then. It's fine. Just, just I won't give any explanations to any of them. We it's don't fine. need pirates' life for me. Ruined it. Right, so I had Blinding Lights by the weekend. I've got uh, All of the Lights by Kanye West. Um, shout out to the video which you've got of um, uh, Thingy walking into the ring uh, Calbrook. against uh, Calvin's Golovkin. Yeah. yeah, Triple G. That's, Good uh, that video is still like I remember you putting that video on. It still sends uh, it. I can understand when you said it sends chills down your spine when you were there. Like I can I can sympathise with that. that. That was a good entrance. Um, uh, I got Kings. Uh, oh, so I got Kings by Tribe Society. Um, you may have I think that was once used in a um, an MMA uh, inside video uh, for Conor McGregor. So you, you'd probably if you heard it. It's if you if you've heard it, you 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 know it. Um, and then I've got The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Get a bit of classic rock in there. Um, and then, of course, for when you're getting a bit... I have to put some explanation behind it because it's not... <laughs> but you're going to find yourself on an island by yourself. You're going you're gonna to need those songs where... You know, you're going to need to have a bit of a cry. Everybody needs a song that you can have a bit of a cry to. I've got All By Myself by Celine Dion. So, yeah, that's my <laughs> album. You can cry to Pirate's Life for me as well, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, you- Play a bit of a different slower, and you know, in your final moments, yeah, a bit of an emotional send off. Well, if you listen to that from front to back, you're gonna have a roller coaster there. I did pre warn you that my music taste was random and broad, so I, you can see where my mind process was there with it. Let's have yours, TK, see if we can compare it to Alex's. All right, I uh, I guess I've also gone for a concept album. It's a little bit more on theme <laughs> than I'd say AJ's. We've just started talking about lights halfway through his. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I guess it encapsulates my journey to there and then the end. So I've got one, I'm on a boat, Lonely Island. <laughs> <laughs> Two, obviously, it's, I've enjoyed it. I've got Temperature from Sean Paul. Three, I'm getting used to the place. It's my house, Flowrider. <laughs> Great song, underrated song. Yep. No Tomorrow by Orson, because that is a banger. It yep. will get you moving, and when you're on this island, there really is no tomorrow. There's, you have no concept of date. Um, I start getting miserable, things turn when it, with a uh, Why Does It Always Rain On Me with Travis. <laughs> uh, is that your song when you, uh, you've got to get a bit of a cry on? Is that, is that the song for it? Yeah, as I realise I'm sat there on my own. Storm starts brewing and yeah, you look down and Travis starts playing. Uh, <laughs> six, I've got Don't Look Back in Anger Oasis. Seven, I start dreaming of getting out of here. I've got Escape the Pina Colada song. You know, <laughs> if you like Pina Colada, etc. Um, eight, I've got The King of Wishful Thinking. Great song. Uh, nine, I realize this might be it forever. You can't always get what you want by the Rolling Stones. And 10, I've got The Day I Died, Just Jack, <laughs> which perfectly ends it. Mine isn't a concept album, but I have tried to give it some kind of cohesion so it's not just uh, up and down, up and down. So we're starting with uh, Mutt by Blink-182. That's in your head after uh, that movie. Yeah, it is my favourite uh, Blink-182 song though as well. That's then on to... Uh, Easy Rider by Action Bronson. Okay. Mac Miller, Good News. Oasis, Stand By Me. 
Good Charlotte wondering. Kanye West dark fantasy. Yeah. Unbelievable by Notorious B.I.G. Mm. Jocelyn Flores by Triple X Tentacion. <laughs> Every day by Isaac Rocky and ending on Ghost Town by Kanye West. So you've got a vibrant start. You've got a bit of a tempo uplift in the middle and then slows down towards the end. <laughs> so I, I will, I'll put them all in a Spotify playlist, but I may struggle to find the Pirate's Life for me, Alex. <laughs> I think you'll find work it, out. you'd find it easily on Spotify. Okay, that would be the first time I've searched for it then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. It's, I, I like Kanye's name's popped up a few times on this subject. I don't know why it's popped into my head, but um, it, in um, in my time when I worked at uh, that, uh, I won't name the shop. I won't name the business. <laughs> <but> <laughs> when I worked over at, uh, uh, over they have Chal- to pay for advertising in, in one of the in one of the coffee shops over there. I, I want to say it was more of a uh, how should I put it a um, a bit of a hipster, a hipster. No, it's not not even a hipster coffee shop. It was more of a, you, you get a lot of, because you've got a lot of posh people in there. I mean, it's, like, I think you peaked at it, that coffee shop. It's a bit, it's a, it's near the promenade in Cheltenham. Um, but the guy, the guy who I am, um, the guy, one of the guys who worked there, he was a bit mischievous. And uh, he came <laughs> in one day, he came in one day and he had access to the playlist that was playing. He wasn't, he wasn't on shift and he kept on putting on songs um, that he just wanted to listen to. Bit of a boring afternoon, and uh, we're just thinking of songs that he could put on that he could <laughs> that weren't weren't completely untasteful, but just felt completely out of place. Do you know "I Am a God" by Kanye West? Yes. Can you imagine that coming and off and in a, coming off coming on in an upper class uh, coffee shop? <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, especially it didn't really fit the vibe. No. <laughs> No, it didn't at all. Was this the same day that uh, you got news about the Spurs ground? Uh, no, it wasn't. But that, that was quite a little hub of knowledge job. That was. There was a lot of a uh, lot of uh, high street. I just said you peaked. Jobs. Then you peaked at that coffee shop. Mm. Yeah. Didn't have engineer yeah. in your Twitter bio. He was a bit yeah. more humble, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he I, was. I had a lot more contacts. I had a lot more contacts there than I did. Uh, than I did where I am now. Well, to a certain extent, a lot of gossip on uh, on that street. A lot of gossip. A grapevine. Mm. Finally, then for today, one conspiracy theory that you do believe. Kick us off, Alex. I went first to last time. I want to see what everybody else comes out with first. You've not done your homework, have you? <laughs> I, I, no, I know exactly what I'm going to say, but I don't want to come off all Tim Four Hat. I don't want to come off all tinfoil hat too soon. TK, let's get ours done so we can hear his. What are you? What have you got for me? All right, I, I do think there's a semblance of some belief in in most of them, and then they sort of derail. To be yeah. fair, um, one is maybe not the most sort of risque, but I I do see uh, this got some credibility in it. Is the suggestion that. Well, they say it about Roosevelt, but I guess it's anyone in, higher up in the sort of US administration at the time. The, the idea that they knew Pearl Harbor was going to be bombed before it happened, and they essentially just allowed it to happen because they needed a reason to enter the war. I, that is a, there's a conspiracy theory regarding that, and I could kind of see that that would have some legs. They did want to get in the war. It was quite hard. The American people didn't really want it, so something like that is always uh, a good avenue in. Um, we might have just wiped out our American audience. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's, not, it's, it's an interesting one. I do think there could be some real credibility to that. And one that's always obviously one of the big ones that you tend to get poor scorn on them. But there is something within the moon landing ones. I, I do realise it's probably too big to be bothered, but there is something within that that does has always made me think I, I couldn't comprehensively rule it out. There is something about it. Do you, do you know what it is about it? It's it's like if it is if it was all a hoax to like suppose like it's the the rumor that apparently it was a hoax to bankrupt mm. uh, the Russian. That I mean it, it's believable I think because it's genius if they did and, and let's honest, it, you could pull it off. You could yeah, and, off. and there's just too many things that sort of that went wrong with it in terms of like all the footage just got overwritten like some mm. VHS that you accidentally recorded over your wedding day. So, but all the, yeah. the videotape of the moon, I think this is just, I don't know, just too many odd little things like that that don't quite add up. Yeah. Is this your pick as well, Alex? 
No, it wasn't my pick. No. Oh, my, mine is uh, a lot less out there. So I've got the the mafia being involved in the JFK assassination, which isn't particularly hard to believe at all. I don't I don't know much about that one. I've always thought with the the JFK assassination, I, I, is it even conspiracy theory at this point? People always call it conspiracy, but it clearly wasn't the version of events that were told, was it? No, well, they, they say that... It's just a case of who you think was behind it. Yeah, but. JFK and his brother accepted all the mob's influence to gain the presidency and then completely flipped the scripts once they got in the big chair, which is very do. scumbaggy. But, you can't do uh, with them, yeah. Went after one too many of the wrong people. They flipped the script. Mm. There are some mental ones regarding his assassination, but that's probably the most realistic. Yeah. So there's some even say that it was Jimmy Hoffa that kind of arranged it, and so <laughs> they then that's why he then got clipped. So you can go full circle if you want, but no, it ties in very nicely. That yeah. lovely. Go on then, Alex. You've What's got the got? floor. Uh, I'll go with I, I. What you knew what you were going for? I know. No, I know what I'm going for. I'm just hesitant now because I feel like mine's maybe a bit more because it's more modern. I feel like you're going to say it's a bit more outlandish. Say it with your chest when you do. <laughs> it's along the same sort of principle as Pearl Harbor, but let's say the more up-to-date Pearl Harbor. I, I'm in the ball camp of, uh, I think there's certain elements of 9-11 which are a bit questioned, oh. but very, very questionable. All right, now you we are, are in our audience, Luke. You are a disgrace, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, not, I think there's there's just some very, very questionable things that have been not answered or how you say it brushed under the rug and I mean you know it's you you've got to look at who's I suppose the answer is is like um it's well the premise is the same as Pearl Harbor um look what look what America got out of it against obviously what they did horrendously loss that what horrendously lose but look look what they got out of it in terms of from a political um, and then war perspective um, and budget perspective in certain respects as well. But it's uh, I, I'm not I'm not going to go full Tim Foyle hat and say it was definitely definitely you allowed. Don't go that far and then say you're not going Tim Foyle hat. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no we're going to need we're going to need you to put out a statement. Well, do you, do you want me to explain where my doubt comes in or not? Go on, Alex. The floor is yours. Go on. I find it very very hard to believe that the most guarded airspace in the world was allowed to get to the point of where there were planes flying into buildings before they did obviously a a terrible thing instead which is effectively blowing out the sky before it got to that point and you'd love that wouldn't you no oh no 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 but and then obviously it's kind of you know people sort of like the american government saying that they couldn't envision planes flying into aircraft when there'd been an exact scenario practiced and uh planned for um in that case um it's also the part of the pentagon that was destroyed was the uh part that contained all of the budgeting documents that were under investigation um for uh i think it was all to do with the embezzling of funds um that was that block was mysteriously the block that was destroyed um and then it's also just the structural perspective of it as well in terms of that built those two buildings um were built um to withstand uh air, like collisions with, well, with a plane flying into it yeah, collisions. They're, they so it's so they quite steady. So they're they're built to withstand. They were built to withstand uh, a significant explosion at the base. Um, they were um, definitely. And there's also there's also debate over. And then there's all there, like there's lots of different things which just haven't been answered. And you know you've got to ask yourself: Can a guy in a cave halfway across the world? as much as you know he had a you know a, a loyal organization behind him really um really ultimately defeat the most powerful nation in the world with the most surveillance in the world the most resources in the world do you really think they would allow it to get to that point I'm yeah to take you off there alex because uh we do want some what <laughs> left 
Movie Madness is on the way up. So uh, if we need to cancel Alex, then uh, tweet us. <laughs> cancel culture. And we we'll will set up we a table to. in Byron's back garden and we'll do a press yep. conference. But it's because just we'll, f- we'll field questions and he can squirm his way out of it. Me and Rory have a new podcast coming this Wednesday as well. So we really don't want to be losing people before then. <laughs> and if Alex wants his own conspiracy theory podcast, we can make that happen on the Spitfire uh, Pod Network. There's already an Alex Jones for that. I was going to say, is. I think you get you two together and we just have Alex Jones and Alex Jones debating which, is the, which conspiracy theory is legit. Yeah. Uh, until to be, to be fair, as much as you're criticizing nine the nine eleven one, I mean to be fair, you could say Pearl Harbor is uh, effectively just as bad. It was just obviously a lot longer ago. So exactly, and, and people forget about that. So that's fine. Yeah. It doesn't count when people died, you know, that length of time ago. It only counts if it was last fifty years. Yeah, yeah. like my comparison was that ultimately America got to go in a war, into a war that they wanted to go into afterwards, and they did the same after nine eleven. They got multiple wars out of it. Well, mm. we'll be in your ears several times this week. We'll be back Wednesday with the first edition of Protect Your Neck with Pedro Munoz as a guest interview. We'll be back Friday with the latest edition of Movie Madness, Project X against Borat. Who are you picking to win that one, Alex? What was that? Borat versus? Project X. Uh, Project X wins. Okay, well, we'll see how it goes. But thanks again for listening. Hopefully uh, there'll be more sport back soon for us to talk about. But until then, adios. Good night. Goodbye. Stay safe.